The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. It was 80 years ago to the day that uh, we saw a Jewish uprising in the ghettos of Warsaw. And uh, yeah, the, the, Jew- the Jewish resistance, a shining example of how they, the Jewish community stood up against uh, Nazi aggression today while it's Yom HaShoah. So lots to talk about. Joining us on the line now, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Good afternoon, Rolene. Always a pleasure to have you on board. Always a pleasure to be on board. Well, indeed, a siren this morning, the ceremony at Yad Vashem, speeches by the President, President Herzog, and Prime Minister Netanyahu, and we're honoring the memory of the Holocaust as we lose survivors. Take it away, Rolene. Paint the picture. What is happening in the Holy Land on this significant day? Well, to adopt a phrase that President Herzog used last night, he he said that these days, uh, which is particularly this week and next week, Yom HaShoah, which is Holocaust Memorial Day, which takes us to Yom HaZikaron next week, starting Monday night, which is the National Day of of Mourning for Fallen Soldiers and Victims of Terror, and then Yom HaAtzma'ut, Independence Day on Wednesday. Uh, he referred to them as these days of awe. Uh, and they are days of awe. I know that we traditionally think of the, of those days as being Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, but these are days of uh, reflection and, and remembrance and, and honoring the over six million Jewish victims of Nazi atrocities across Europe. And we can't forget it wasn't just the Nazis that were responsible for the wholesale slaughter uh, of Jews in Europe during the Second World War. There were also collaborators, uh, civilian collaborators in places like Ukraine, Lithuania, uh, and across the continent. I know most South Africans can trace their roots back to Lithuania. Uh, and today is a day certainly to to remember, to educate, and very, very importantly, to bear witness, especially as time marches on and we lose our survivors at a rate of about 40 survivors per day. It is reckoned that by the year 2036, there will be no more survivors to give first-hand testimony. And so it is incumbent upon us and the next generations to ensure that we educate the generations after that. Last night, Yom HaShoah ceremonies uh, started at Yad Vashem, a gathering uh, of dignitaries, ambassadors, envoys, religious leaders, uh, government officials, and uh, of course we are so thrilled to to welcome His Royal Highness, the Crown Prince of Iran, uh, Reza Pahlavi. Just a, a short while ago, he paid a condolence call to the bereaved D family. Just a, a, a historical moment. But last night in his speech, in his opening remarks, the president alluded to the divisions in Israeli society, saying that this is a time to come together, uh, to unite as a nation, to remember the, the six million. And he also cautioned anybody, uh, and I think we all need to heed the the president's uh, sage advice against calling anybody uh, Nazis, uh, be they protesters or, or, or pro-reforms. He said there were only one group of Nazis and we are commemorating uh, the, the ramifications of, of what they did. 
He also shared an incredible story uh, about 86 Jews who, who were gassed and, and their remains they used uh, uh, as a, a medical research. And uh, it, it has taken decades to restore their, their memory and uh, to find out their identity and, and who, in fact, they really were. Uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu also spoke. He referred to uh, Iran as modern-day Nazis and uh, paid tribute to the survivors of, of the Holocaust. And, of course, today at 10 o'clock, that two-minute siren uh, ringing out across the country, and it doesn't matter where you are or what you are doing. When that siren goes, you come to a complete standstill, uh, whether you are on a flight, and our flights will, will play the siren, whether you're on the train, a bus, in a cafe, in your office, or at a ceremony, Israel comes to a complete standstill. Uh, I'm sure many of you have seen iconic footage of cars pulling over to the side of the road right. so that their drivers and their occupants can get up and stand with their heads bowed in a memorial. And uh, just a short while ago, over 9,000 participants in the annual March of the Living from Auschwitz to Birkenau. Indeed, uh, Rolien, given the, you, the, the tempo, the atmosphere that has led up to this uh, event, looking at the past weeks, how we've been focusing on uprisings and uh, disturbances and uh, irritate, people being irritated with uh, what's going on with the government and politics, etc., call it what you may, uh, it seems there's a sen- there was a sense of solidarity that was expressed today. Absolutely, and as Rabbi D so movingly said at the the funerals of his two beautiful daughters, Maya and Rina of blessed memory, he said, in, in a couple of weeks' time, we are going to march together, regardless of mm-hmm. whether you are uh, pro-reforms or anti-reforms, we're going to march together to remember the uh, fallen soldiers, the victims of terror. We do it again today, and this is what uh, the the president said. It's a, it's a time to stop and take stock of, of who we are, of our history, of the tremendous price mm-hmm. that uh, we have paid for not having a, a state of, of our own, nowhere to feel safe, nowhere to, to feel protected, uh, and then the tremendous price paid by so many to defend this country that we have, regardless of our political persuasions. And he says, you know, this is, this is Israel. We, we argue amongst ourselves. We have different opinions. Uh, but this is when we come together to uh, uh, united sure. in memory. Let's expand on that and elaborate on that. You alluded earlier on, Rolin, to uh, the Iranian crown prince, Riza Pavlavi, now uh, visiting the Holy Land. He's met with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu. Indeed, uh, a great show there of, shall we say, uh, country solidarity and, uh, you know, how nations can cooperate and coexist uh, in peace and, you know, set a shining example to the rest of the world. Speaking of what I'm trying to get at is, I believe they also visited the Kotel, the wall, and they uh, paid their respects there during this time. 
It has been really, really phenomenal, and it comes on a day where Iranian President Ibrahim Raisi has said that any action taken against Iran, no matter how tiny it is, will result in the annihilation of Tel Aviv and Haifa. This today is Holocaust Memorial Day, and here we have the President of Iran calling again for the genocide mm-hmm. of the Jewish people, this time in our nation state, the state uh, uh, of Israel, because right. make no mistake, he's not calling for buildings to be and he's calling for the annihilation of the Jewish people. And uh, in a complete paradox, you have the the um, crown prince of Iran. He is exiled, Reza Pahlavi. His father was the late Shah of Iran. He's here specifically to build bridges between Iranians and Israelis, carrying a message of peace. He visited the, the Kotel earlier today, and, and he quoted uh, uh, Cyrus. He said that the emperor Emperor Cyrus, the Iranian uh, Emperor Cyrus, um, helped uh, free the Jews from exile. You know, we can't forget that very, very famous song by the rivers of Babylon, mm-hmm. uh, where we wept and we remembered Zion. Zion is Jerusalem. Zion is another name for Jerusalem, and uh, uh, and helped build uh, the temples and the the Kotel, as uh, of course we know, is what remains of the two holy temples. Uh, he then visited uh, or met with President Herzog, with Prime Minister Netanyahu. He participated in ceremonies at Yad Vashem. He said he, it, it is his duty, his priority here to, uh, to remember and to preserve memory of the victims uh, of the Holocaust. Uh, and then just a short while ago, uh, taking the time uh, out of a very, very, very busy schedule to meet with the D family, to extend his condolences. Oh, and we wow, can't forget that Iran is the world's largest uh, state sponsor of terror and certainly uh, would be paying the salaries that the perpetrators of the terror attack that killed Lucy Meyer and Rena D uh, will receive. Now, speaking of uh, conduct, very quickly, uh, just to round off very quickly, Ronin, just got about a minute to look at now this terror attack, which uh, now, you know, stains the whole situation, this terror attack in Jerusalem. Tell, a little, tell us a little about this now. A terror attack earlier today in the uh, suburb of Sheikh Jarrah. We know that this is a flashpoint mm-hmm. to ultra-Orthodox men walking were moderately wounded. Uh, in a shooting attack, the terrorist was neutralized. Okay, so good news there. At least that was contained on this day where we celebrate Yom HaShoah. Lowland, we're going to have to leave it there. So much more we could have unpacked. But anyway, perhaps we can just elaborate on this tomorrow. Rowling Marks, our correspondent from Israel, telling us the latest on what's happening in the Holy Land.